This is The Win, special edition raw, where I share my personal stories of failures and successes as a serial entrepreneur, my views on how to start and grow a business using today's top online marketing and sales strategies. So welcome to The Win, raw with me, your host, Heather Havenwood. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. This is a the solo show where I basically work with you, coach you, talk to you about how to double your income and uh, triple your time off. <laughs> I think that's everyone needs. And I was actually at the opportunity last week in Chicago to speak at the Small Business Expo. There was over 11,000 people there registered. And what that looks like is there's a, you can come in for free. You get tickets for free. They're actually all over the country. I highly suggest you check them out at smallbusinessexpo.com. And um, I actually love this opportunity because it's bringing small businesses together. It's such an amazing community. And I realized um, one of the biggest factors in in businesses' success and not success, I mean, there's all kinds of tools and t- tricks and and um, strategies out there for small business owners. I mean, you just go down this one expo and you have bankers there, you had Amazon business there, you had Microsoft, you had Dell, you had Bank of America, you had Wells Fargo. And then of course you had the companies there, the small business companies that really focus on web design and social media. And all those are amazing. But here's the number one thing I didn't see. And uh, I did actually an entire presentation on this. The presentation was on sales. Sales like a boss. Okay. As you know, I have a book out called Sexy Boss. That's why I like the boss thing. But really this about selling. Selling like a boss. And I was sitting at this presentation for an hour and the room was packed. I mean, packed. And what you need to to know is I was one of those last minute additions. I was on the addendum. So when you get the the nice glossy brochure when you walked in, I was on the addendum. And so there was a piece of paper that was kind of like stuck in there. And so I thought, oh my God, no one's going to come. And it wasn't late in the afternoon. It was after the lunch. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be talking to nobody. Place was packed. And what I realized in that presentation, because I was really, it was a connection. I really wanted to ask them questions. It wasn't a presentation where I was just pitching or pushing at them. I really wanted to ask them questions about what was important to them. And the number one challenging things that I heard was how do you get more clients? How do you make more money? Yes, there are financial advisors. There was a dentist in there. There was a fitness trainer in there. There was a woman who who bakes these really cool muffins. She brought me one. It was super yummy. I had a woman who... um, Soap. She made soap. Um, she was an interesting one because she gave me a business card with with soap. I thought it was chocolate. <laughs> I thought it was candy. And I go, what is this? This candy? And she goes, no, it's soap. I'm like, oh, thank you so much for telling me. I would have eaten it. I said, what do you do? And she goes, I'm a soap maker. I go, no, you're not. No, you're not. And she looked at me and I said, how is your sales? How's your sales? What's your income like? What's your revenue of your business? And she's like, not very good. I go, that's because you say you're a soap maker. And she looked at me. I said, you sell soap, right? You sell beauty. You sell smelling good. You sell elegance. You're not a soap maker. 
we don't walk into Victoria's Secret area where they have all the 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 fun soap of Bath and Body, and you don't they don't say hi. We're soap makers. People would turn away in droves. You walk into an experience and you smell it and you feel luxurious and you buy their scrubby scrub scrub for a ridiculous amount of money and you feel like you're a woman. That's the experience. That's the salesmanship. And she looked at me and goes, you know what? You're right. I say that all the time. I'm a soap maker. I'm like, no one wants a soap maker. That's kind of like boring. It's like a dial. I mean, you dial soap over the day. Um, so I want you to get in your, your hat here as a salesperson. Look, I'm a businesswoman. I'm an entrepreneur. What do business men and women do? They sell. They sell idea, they sell concepts, they sell themselves, they sell the product and service that they represent, but they sell, they make money. And that is your job as an entrepreneur, as a businessman, as a businesswoman is to sell, 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 sell. Let's say it again, sell. Are you selling or are you marketing? Are you posting stuff on social media and thinking that's sales? Hmm. Are you actually selling in your emails or are you just sending information? Are you selling? Are you picking up the phone and asking people for the money? Are you asking people for the order? I bet you if that sales per, that the soap maker was in front of me, I would say to say to her, how many wholesale companies have you picked up the phone and called and said, Hey, I make soap and here's my cost, here's what it looks like. I would like for you to consider me as your soap manufacturer or whatever it is. How many times has she done that? Probably none. I didn't have a chance to talk to her very long. It was like a five minute conversation. But I want you guys to think about sales. And when I work with a client, which I invite you, I invite you, I'm now open for new clients. I have actually had a close, I've had a closed book for the last two years. And that's because I've been focused on a weight loss company, a supplement company here in Austin. And that has shifted. I'm now 100% open to taking new clients. And I'm actually looking at building a new company. But right now I am open to new clients, which it hasn't been for two and a half, since June, 2015, when I started that, those two new companies online, and we went from zero to $1.5 million in the last year and a half, um, two, I guess two years, um, well, no, year, year and a half, we've been $1.5 million in gross sales in the last year and a half on those two companies. Interestingly enough, I turned those companies from, um, marketing companies into sales organizations. I remember when I was sitting down with the staff, And they were giving me all these excuses of how the clients were not wanting to buy the products. I started asking them these simple questions on how they are presenting it. Were they asking for the money? And they weren't because we didn't hire salespeople. You know, we didn't put an ad out said, are you in sales? We want you. So I had to start training the staff in being a sales organization. I said to them, we are in a sales organization. We're not in a weight loss company. We're not a supplement company. We're a sales organization. And the first meeting when I shared that with them or told them that, really shared, they got really weird. People get really weird with that. And I wanted to say to them, hey, what if I told you that you're not going to get your paycheck for the next two weeks because we didn't make the income to cover it? And they would say, well, well, what? Uh, you know, I didn't do any of that. I go, yes, you did. Because it is your job to be here and to sell. And if you're not bringing in your own weight in your your position, why should we have you? So we started to do is really interesting. Before then, it was just like a team effort. We looked at the total sales. Um, and then after that, what we started to do, we set up the, the system, the, the company system, so that 
every time there was a sale, it was connected to, to their name, right? It was through uh, software. And we started to, in the meetings, before we kind of had done that, but we hadn't really brought it up. But now moving forward, we brought up in the meeting. So we had, you know, uh, three to four people, right, in the office. And at in every m- monthly meeting, it was like quarterly, monthly meeting, we sat down and we said, okay, employee A, uh, you sold X amount, Employee B, you sold X amount. And we saw this massive difference. We started to see there's one person in the company that was bringing in 80% of the revenue, right? And we started to say to the, the, the other two, hey, by the way, you brought in X and to cover your hourly salary, and we pay them hourly, we, you just cost us 3X. So we pay you 3X or 4X and you brought in 1X. Actually, it's supposed to be the way around, we pay you X, you bring us in for X, you cost us money now. And we started to show that every single month, every single month, every single month. And they really started to get it. Like, wow, my job as an employee is to bring in money for the company. And it really shifted the entire conversation because then the next month we had one person go up. She had no, she hasn't, she had not equaled her pay yet, but she did go up. She went up like 20, 30%. She was all excited. She's like, oh, look at that. I I sold more. I'm close. I'm close. I'm close. She had like a number, you know, like a number she knew what she made, right? She knew what her hourly was. So she knew that was kind of her break even. That was her goal, the first goal. Then after that, it was the goal, like, how can I go beyond that? How can I make more money for the entity and the company? Because honestly, that's what a, a job is for. An entrepreneur right? Has a vision. And then we focus on what's the market, what's the sales, what's the, sorry, we focus on what's the service and or the product that we are bringing to the marketplace. And what are we selling to the marketplace? Do they want the thing service, right? And uh, I think it's a really important piece that a lot of people forget. Sales is an ongoing conversation. Sales is an ongoing conversation. And there's something I'm putting together this month in June. I'm putting together a accelerated profit system and a call. It's once a it's once a week. It's gonna be in the morning. It's going to be a call where you can come on and get a a a, a boost and your view on sales. Because sales is an ongoing conversation. You'd ask any quote unquote sales entrepreneur or someone who's a true sales professional, they're constantly on any kind of motivation to get them out of their own head and into sales. Because what happens in sales, it just happens to entrepreneur, we deal with the management of things and we stop dealing with the sales of things. We figure that will be taken care of. We figure sales will be taken care of. My job is to manage the business. No, 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 no. Your number one job as a solo entrepreneur, as a professional, um, as a businessman, businesswoman is to sell. Focus on these sales. That might be training other people. That might be training yourself in sales. That might be training your staff. That might be um, in in conversation with yourself and other people, even down if you're a dentist or a lawyer or a chiropractor, any of those kinds of kinds of professionals where you've gone to school for a amount of years, you still want to focus on sales. That's one thing that I always laugh at my dentist. I, get, I share this story all the time because it's adorable. I've known my dentist now many years. We actually ended up finding out we went to this um, same district of school called in high school, like high school. We actually grew up near each other. We didn't know each other in high school. We actually ended up uh, finding out that we knew each other um, back then. So here's what's funny about that. Every time I'm in the chair, I say to him, what are you going to sell me? 
He's like, well, we cleaned your teeth. You're good. That's it. I'm like, come on. You got to sell me something. And he always giggles and laughs. But it's true. He never sells me anything else. One time he tried to sell me the whitening. And I was kind of a yes. But the sales, it wasn't that great. Like the, the closing wasn't that great. So I, I didn't do it. I really wasn't ready for it. But I figured he continually asked me because he sees me every six months like clockwork. Think about it. Think about if you saw your client right now and or potential client and you asked him or her to be upsold to whatever the next thing is, right? And they say no. But then you don't talk to them for another six months. Wouldn't you ask them again and again and again and again until they finally say yes? My dentist asked me once, and that was two years ago. So if he's listening, you should ask me again because I really want those teeth whitening. I drink coffee, right? So I want you to put your sales hat on and remind yourself as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you're truly in the sales world. What are you doing today to get your sales up? All right, so let me also talk about something else that's really important. I call it doing the math. Do the math. Oh, this is a good one. Doing the math, doing the math, doing the math. You've got to start understanding that sales is nothing about nothing more than numbers, okay? Call 20 people, sell two. Some people would say, oh my God, that's horrible. No. In the sales world, that's called 10% close. That's called awesome. What? So let me take you back. So when I was traveling around the country doing uh, events and seminars from 2001 to 2006, seven, one thing, you rem- one thing that you need to know is I would travel to a city. Let's say it's Denver. Let's say Chicago, Seattle, went to all those, right? All in the United States mainly. We would show up and the, the, the company, the main headquarters would tell us, okay, uh, we spend $150,000 in advertising spend in Seattle, right? You need to hit that number. If you don't hit that number, we, you know, we'll still pay you, but we're not going to be happy with you. And so you're not going to go from Seattle to Seattle to another, like New York. You're going to go Seattle to like a Peoria, Illinois, some small, really bad town. Okay. So we don't make as much money. All right, so here we are, and we would start to do the numbers and we do the math. We do the math, do the math. And we started to realize that we hit between 12 to 20% closing. If we hit 12 to 15% closing of the people that we saw, we made the company what I call zero, meaning we, we brought them back from negative 150,000 to zero, okay? And they were happy. They were very happy. They're like, oh, we love you. This is good. This is good. Now, if we closed 20, sometimes even 22%, which is extremely on the high end, 22% of the room into, by the way, a $3,000 program, they loved us, like loved us. And then they would say, wow, you guys are doing so great. You guys are hitting 20% over and over and over again. We're going to do a $250,000 spend in like LA or New York, or Chicago, where we get these big numbers, right? Because the bigger numbers, meaning the bigger the bigger amount of people that we saw, right? And the percentage went from 10%, 15%, 20%, the more money we made. Let me tell you the difference. Okay, so Seattle, we would see a total of 150 people. Let's say, I'm making this up. It's about right though. And let's say we closed 10% of that. That's 15 people. Okay, they're like happy with us. They're not mad, they're happy. They made their money back-ish, okay? But let's say we're doing really well and we go to LA 
And we don't see 150 people. We see like 400. And the same time frame, by the way, we don't see 400 over a period of a longer time. We see same amount of time, 400 people in the same amount of time, meaning we make more money, right? Quadruple your income in less time or the same amount of time. Okay. So we're in New York, we're in LA, 400 people, 10% of that is what? 40? What if we're doing 15% or 20% in LA? Again, we are presenting the exact same presentation, the exact amount of time, right? Three days, over three days, either in Seattle or in LA, same amount of time, but we're making triple the amount of money. I mean, who wants that, right? So what we started to see is if we started doing the numbers and focusing that 20%, 15%, 20% consistently and selling, 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 we were all making a lot of money. The company was happy with us. We're getting like from, you know, look, here's the things that they would do. We went from, because here's how they would, they would like do things that would just make your life a living hell. Instead of going a direct flight to Seattle from Orlando, which is where we're all based, they would make you go like three flights because <laughs> it was cheaper. <laughs> or instead of coming home the next day after Wednesday, they'd force us to do a red eye home and get home at like six o'clock in the morning. You're exhausted. But because we're doing so well, they would say, tell you what, just stay over and have a nice evening on us. And you know, you can leave in the morning. That's the kinds of things that when you're traveling full time, you really notice the difference. Okay. So um, these are the perks. But the point is in business, you've got to focus on the sales. Are you making money or are you just busy? Are you making money or are you just busy? Which one is it? Sell, 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 sell. If you want some inspiration, the uh, Wolf on Wall Street. God, I love that movie. He was a salesman. Like him or not, agree with him or not, whatever. He was a salesman. As I want you to be a saleswoman and salesman. To show yourself the money to show yourself the money and what does it feel like to bring in, earn double the amount of money you are right now, quadruple the amount of money you are right now and having your time off. What would that look like? What would that feel like? Own it. Sell, 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 sell. All right. So this is your motivation. Feel free to listen to this again. My name is Heather Havenwood. And I really highly suggest you to get me as your sales coach. Complete plug, complete pitch. I am, I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you to say, hey, I need a coach. I need someone to keep me on my toes here and say, this is what your job is, is to sell and to motivate me and help me with the goals and help me with what I'm going to say and what I'm not going to say. When I get rejected, what, you know, what do we, what do I say in return? Or what can I emotionally just let go of? Like how to have those conversations. I remember when I was traveling this country with this team, right? After every presentation, especially at the end of the day, because in one day we would do two presentations. So at the end of every day, um, not like the week, like every day, we would sit down as a team in a circle before we went to dinner and we would go through all the rejections. We go through all the things people said to overcome. We talked about all the sales that we did and didn't make. We uh, gave feedback to each other. 
we said, hey, I came up, this person came up with this objection. Here's what I said. I don't think it worked. What do you suggest? Somebody else like, oh, I've had that one before. Here's another way to say it. Try this next time. You know, we constantly gave each other feedback. And one of the things I absolutely loved about my speaker, his name was James, the most humblest man on the planet. I just absolutely loved James, is he was really willing to always sit down and and be open to feedback. And a lot of the speakers weren't. So he was like, hey, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? What can I do better next time? What's the feedback? And when you're open to feedback like that in sales conversation, wow, can you grow exponentially? When we first started that team together, we were what I call the the C team. We were going to Peoria, Illinois, and all these really tiny towns, and we weren't making any money. We were just broke. It was just not good. And we started to really jive as a team and we were really open to feedback and give each other feedback. And we didn't take it personal because we all knew we were all focused on the same goal, which right, which was helping other people as well as making money for ourselves and the company and and eating, right? Eating well. So we really focused on that feedback. And that's what you need. They, they were like many coaches for me. They were the ones that I learned from the most because they gave me feedback of what I didn't do and didn't do right, how I looked, how I acted, how I talked, how I communicated, that what worked and didn't work for, for people. And I was open to that feedback. So here's what I say to you. You need a coach, a business and sales coach. I did. I hired my first coach 13 years ago and haven't looked back since. This is the person that holds me accountable right? I want to hold you accountable to your sales. I want to help you do the math. I want to help you do the numbers on how much money you made last month. Let's go for doubling it. Let's go for doubling it. How are we going to do that? I want to help you do that. So here's what you need to do. Go to heatherhavenwood.com and the upper right-hand corner says meet with Heather. I want to get on the phone with you. This is not somebody else. It's not my assistant. This is me. You get on the phone with me. I want to get on the phone with you. I want to talk about your business and your life and your sales and your numbers. I want to help you make more money. So go to heatherhavenwood.com, click on work with Heather, meet with Heather, and we're going to have a conversation about your numbers. We're going to, we're going to do this because I want to work with you. I want to help you make more money and less time off. All right, everyone. This is Heather Havenwood. This is, um, you can check out me at the raw, um, well, online, um, YouTube, Heather Havenwood. I'm also on BizTalk Radio and a bunch of other places. But I just want to shout out to you. Remember, you are a sales organization. Even if it's just one person, you're a sales organization. So go after it. Sell like a boss, baby.